Welcome to the Banking with Life podcast. This is our Q&A series where I answer your questions regarding the infinite banking concept, becoming your own banker. Let's get started. In this question, what if an insurance company is bought out what changes come about and how do I best navigate them? Well, if a life insurance company that you own a policy with is purchased, you're going to be notified. <clears throat> and so they may change addresses, phone numbers. Obviously, they are going to change names. Um, but they can't change anything about your contract because a life insurance policy is a unilateral contract. Einbein Strasse. Um, they're not going to be able to change a single provision in there. I mean, you as the owner can change ownership, beneficiaries, maybe premium due dates within, you know, limited range, but um, that's how you navigate. It's still your asset, right? And you still manage your asset. They may change the way they provide service or there's some things that they can change, but not a provision of the contract, Okay. Can a new company take over, restructure my existing policy due to their way of doing business without my wanting to? No, that's kind of a follow on from the previous question. You know, they can change the way they provide service, how responsive they are, you know, how how the interaction is between their policyholders and the home office. But, you know, they, they can't change. They can't restructure your policy. Now, if you are going to, you know, add new riders, change riders. I mean, that's possible, but you would have to initiate that if it is possible with the particular company. They can't change anything. Um, <clears throat> it is a contract. Once it's issued, it's issued, you know, and they're, they're fulfilling all the guarantees that are wrapped up in that contract. Um, okay. What are the best strategies on owning multiple policies? Uh, it's a fair question. I would vary the due dates or the anniversary dates. You know, I'm, uh, my birthday's in June, and I like to backdate to save age. So I bought an awful lot of policies in December, backdating to June, which just means I have an awful lot of premium due in June. You know, and it kind of accrues over time, and you wake up one day, and it's like, my gosh, that's a lot of premium in one month. Um, but I, I would encourage you to have – you know, policies on everyone that you have an insurable interest in. But you first start with yourself. You can have multiple policies on yourself. Um, <clears throat> and then you may uh, designate a particular policy for a particular purpose. Right? If you're an uh, entrepreneur or business, you may designate one policy to, um, you know, pay your taxes. If you're a homeowner, pay your property taxes or finance automobiles. Or this policy is designated for, you know, future education. You know, the kind of sometimes we as human beings have kind of a compartmentalized way of thinking. Um, and so I've seen lots of people buy policies with a designated purpose. You know, here's one particular policy. I'm not going to collateralize the loan whatsoever. That's going to be our quote unquote reserve, right? Another policy may be, like I said, to pay taxes. Another policy may be to finance automobiles. I, I, you do whatever you want, but I would vary the anniversary dates, okay? Good question. Okay. <clears throat> the This question, can a policy be the sole quote-unquote bank account, so to speak? 
for my company, where all revenue and expenses funneling in and out go through it. And no, that's a hard no. <clears throat> you know, when Nelson uh, named the infinite banking concept, let's think about that. It's infinite, so it is not finite, all right? It's infinite. And banking, in his use of the word, very fundamental, very straightforward, and very clear. The movement of money, premium, money in, loans, money out, not really, but collateralized, right? Um, loans, loan repayments, premiums, withdrawals. It's a movement of money. So it is not a life insurance company is not a bank. They do not have a drive through teller. They do not have tellers, right? When you request a loan, it's going online. You can do it online. You can do it over the phone. You can do it on paper. Um, it, it is just a, if you do it on paper, for example, it is just a service form. So it's not, they are not a bank, right? And then these companies, they're not built to have money in and money out, like a checking account, do three loans in a month. Some of these companies limit how many loans you can do in a month. They don't give you, quote unquote, immediate credit. If I make a premium payment or a loan repayment, they receive it. You know, I get credit for the date they receive it, but it might not be available for another loan for 30 days. Right. So, no, the idea and I, and I know it makes a beautiful presentation out there in the big wide world of social media land. Don't fall for it. There's not money in and money out there. You're not making your policy more efficient by how many loans you can take and repay. OK, so that's just a hard no. And I should have just left it at that. No. How's that for an answer? OK. In this um, question, this kind of a statement <clears throat> followed by a question, and this is on the uh, infinite banking example presentation. There's an audience and there's a Q&A. Um, this is interesting, but I'm already maxing out my policy premiums. If I were to put any more in, it would convert to a mech. In my case, do I still make a loan to myself? Are you borrowing money from any other lender anywhere else? Are you practicing banking? Is somebody else performing the banking function in your life? Right? Then then kick them out. So just because you can't pay more premium into your policy um, shouldn't prevent you from exercising your contractual right on the loan provision. Okay, so how would you benefit from that? And in an example, let's say the automobile, and these are fictitious numbers and examples for me, ease of illustration uh, to convey an idea. Let's say you have a policy uh, loan, you have cash value in there, and the loan rate is 5%. And you have an automobile loan that is at 5%. All right, does it benefit you to take over that automobile loan, even though when you make, if you did and you made a loan repayment to the life insurance company, you can't pay any additional interest, quote unquote. Page 58, Nelson's book, Becoming Your Own Banker, discusses what additional interest is. Okay, because that additional interest, what we call additional interest on the loan repayment is actually additional premium to the company. And very good question here. Your policy is full. You can't pay any more premium. It'd become a mech. So does it you know, make sense to make a loan to yourself. And my question is, 
if someone else performing banking the banking function in in your life. And then my example is if you have an automobile loan at five and a policy available loan at five, would it make sense for you to collateralize your policy to pay off that loan? In some circumstances, possibly, you can accelerate the loan payoff and, and, and you can with the life insurance company and therefore practice velocity. But you could do the same thing with your automobile. You can accelerate the loan payoff on the automobile. All right. Okay. So it's really what the banker wants to do. But the bigger question here that I have for you is if your policy is full, maybe you're not paying enough premium. Maybe you should consider a second policy. All right. And if you do, you know, by all means, work with somebody who's able and competent and knowledgeable. Okay. So to directly answer your question, it depends. It's a case by case basis and what you want to do. What are you trying to accomplish? If I have an automobile loan at five and I have access to policy cash values through a loan at five, um, maybe I want the cash values ready. So, and let me ask you this is it better to pay off a loan? Or have the ability to pay off a loan? And it's not a trick question. It depends, right? Okay. I mean, I hope that's helpful. And this question, opinion on dividend investing. I like my dividends being paid by a life insurance company on policies that I own. I don't give investment advice uh, without being a client. I surely don't do it over social media. So I speak about investing with my clients. Um, so I'm really not going to answer that question, okay? I'm going to leave it at that. I like my dividends to be paid by a life insurance company on policies that I own. But thanks, Mitch. And this question, I looked into this a few years ago in the UK and drew a blank. Does it exist over here or are there rules preventing it? Uh, it did exist over there at one time. Some of the oldest mutual companies resided in, you know, London and England and around the UK. And to my understanding now, they've all demutualized and, um, but they're, they've turned into stock companies. So you can still practice the banking concept, even with a stock company. But, um, to, to, to find a good old wholesome dividend paying whole life, policy issued by a mutual company you're either in the u.s or japan or canada um as far as i'm aware so i hate to break it to you adelia but um not with a mutual company in the uk give the u.s time they'll want to take over the financial system here too but i digress in this comment dave is commenting on episode 153 with mary joe Farming Your Future with Mary Jo Arming. And, you know, Mary Jo's an author. She's got a couple of books, Farming Without the Bank and Life Without the Bank. Okay, so Dave makes a comment and says, I don't want to feed the devil system. How about using a credit union instead? Question mark. So it is a question. Um, yeah, Dave, it's all part of the same system. Credit union, Federal Reserve Bank, samey, samey. Okay, so the same thing. A nice comment, you know, and we love them and we appreciate them and we get them quite often and I'm happy to share with you. Okay. Um, Hi, Sue. We love this policy. Everything has been so easy. We really appreciate that you guys check in with us just prior to the anniversary to make sure we're maximizing the policy. 
Can't wait to pay the next PUA premium. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you. So here's a comment rather than a question. First off, this is to Cindy. First off, in our office. All right. <clears throat> um, first off, thank you for all the help and communication. For someone who is very detailed and asks a lot of questions, you have made this quite easy and stress-free. Wow, David. Thank you. So we have some hater comments All right, I'm going to share with you. So uh, Tom is commenting on episode 151, Retirement Plans, uh, Exit Strategies, and IBC with part one with Pete Whitman. This concept is a proven winner needed by everyone, but you guys are spending too much time laughing instead of educating. Well, Tom, thank you for listening. And man, I'd like to have fun. It's and I, I love educating, no question. But can't you have a little fun and talk about life insurance at the same time? Uh, I think I can. So thanks for listening, Tom. And I'll try to keep the uh, the laughter down. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> the intelligent self, uh, self-described intelligent woman makes a comment on uh, episode 158 with Wayne Jett. The 100-year plan continues. Conspiracy theories, anyone? He said we never landed on the moon and the dust bowl was created purposely to harm people? Seriously? Some of these things he said I may have agreed with, but after he went there, I lost all trust. Listen, don't don't kid yourself. Did he say that, or is that is what you heard? And you know, going to your little uh, place on the internet, you are an agent for another troll. You know, infinite banking concepts. You know, impersonator. So please, I know you're listening to get educated, but keep your comments to yourself. And if you make a comment, make them accurate, okay? Is that too harsh? It's like, bye, Felicia. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you have a question that you would like answered, email me at james at bankingwithlife.com. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time.